Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. Well, greetings from London, where I'm spending a bit of time with my grandchildren and, of course, making sure everything's going well with the royal family. Coming to you live from the Elmbank Garden Studio of Barnes in the UK. By coincidence, this week was the start of the British Film Institute's London Film Festival, where actress Emily Blunt decreed that London is the, quote, new Hollywood, unquote. Now, that's partly because she's made a number of movies herself here, and partly because Hollywood's been filmed, has filmed, or is filming a lot of movies coming soon to a theater near you. Among them, Man from Uncle. Are you old enough to remember that? I'm probably the only one in the audience who is. That was a, it was a, I don't know, it was sort of a, spy show on television in the old days they're making a new night at the museum a new star wars and the latest mission impossible is filming here right now and if you're headed here in the next month or two here's a note to autograph seekers most of the cast of mission impossible are housed at the charlotte street hotel write that down charlotte street hotel it's the sister hotel to paramount pictures favorite manhattan hang place the crosby street hotel that's in new york both hotels by the way have in-house cinemas with bright orange comfy seating all right I know everybody loves London. Everybody loves London. Film producers in particular love the tax breaks. That's why there's so many movies being made here. But there's also a disturbing trend at some of London's desirable restaurants. It's a policy of asking diners to vacate their tables after 90 minutes. This sort of contrasts sharply with Paris restaurants that sort of expect customers to make, it, customers to make a relaxed evening of dinner. Now, I have no idea who decreed that an hour and a half is the ideal time for dinner but for one, I dislike dining with someone watching the clock, with the clock ticking. Even if, anyway, in my, I, might, I might settle the bill in that time or less. So last night I pushed back uh, when I called a restaurant and they said, uh, well, you know, we're going to have to ask you to vacate your table in 90 minutes. Uh, it took a manager's intercession to suspend what the restaurant called its policy for me. But my daughter, who lives with her family in London, says this is a widespread practice. By the way, that restaurant I went to Thursday night, Half the tables never got booked. I don't know what that was all about. On the brighter side of things, London's vintage tube lines are getting a major upgrade, a big facelift. The global transport design firm that's based here in London called Priestman Good has redesigned new tube cars with a walkthrough design, air-cooled cars, digital screens with updated information, wider doors, and eventually a glass wall separating passengers standing on the platform from the tracks. Now this company, Priestman Good, is fairly well known in the uh, travel business. They've done interiors for Boeing, Airbus, Qatar Airways, Lufthansa, other airlines, and it's redesigned for a new generation of tube cards, I got to tell you, is most welcome. I've invited Paul Priestman to join me on next week's show, incidentally, to talk about it. One casualty of these new cars is that there's going to be almost no space between the car and a platform, which means the end of that classic recording that for decades uh, has accompanied every opening of doors in tube stations. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. All right, coming up this hour, we're going to take a look at the Ebola crisis from a specialist's perspective. Dr. Pratish Tosh, excuse me, Pratish Tosh, formerly with the Centers for Disease Control, is now a doctor specializing in infectious diseases at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. He's going to answer some questions about traveling in a world where so many people are worried about contracting Ebola. That's okay. 
Sometimes there's just too much information out there for travelers. There's such a cornucopia of websites, some written by professionals, some not, that purport to tell us the best hotel, the best restaurant, the best tourist attractions. Well, in less than 15 minutes, New York Times columnist Stephanie Rosenblum will help us determine which travel review sites are best suited to us, depending on which travel tribe we belong to. She'll explain what she means by that. And if you're looking for, and if looking for moose... Doesn't sound to you like your average weekend's pursuit. Well, it was for one of my guests this hour, Gustave, Gustav Axelson and his two kids of Ithaca, New York, uh, went out looking for moose. Apparently, it's an organized activity in parts of New Hampshire. He actually had a guide who told him, no matter how many times you see a moose, they'll always get your blood pumping. I'm going to ask Mr. Axelson to convince me that moosing, as it's called, is something that would get my blood pumping. I have some travel deals of the week toward the end of the hour. It might save you a few bucks, but first, just a couple uh, news items. We'll begin as we usually do. This item doesn't apply to many people, hopefully, but if you do decide that you want to go help the ISIS fighters in Syria and Iraq, more and more countries are advising you to buy just a one-way ticket. Switzerland told its citizens, if you join those guys, don't ever expect to be allowed back into Switzerland. There's a move afoot here by some politicians in England to pass a similar law. Now, in the U.S., the FBI director said this week that ISIS fighters are entitled to return to the United States, but warned that they'd be tracked. Republican Senator Ted Cruz tried to quickly push through a bill that would have revoked the passports of anyone who went abroad to join ISIS forces in the Middle East. That was blocked by another senator. Secretary of State John Kerry, for his part, said that anyone carrying an American passport and who joins with ISIS, who returns to the U.S., will return in handcuffs, not through customs, with their passport. So I think we have yet to work out a policy in the States. My guess is you've already heard the news that passengers flying in from countries in Africa where Ebola is spreading will be screened at five U.S. airports. That screening began, well, as I'm talking to you live on Saturday morning at a little after 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, That's started now at JFK. It will soon expand to Washington, Dulles, Newark, Atlanta, and Chicago airports. Folks will be, uh, have their temperature read coming in from the African countries. They'll have their temperature read with a touchless device. And if they're found to have a fever, they'll be checked out in a special area. If they're found to be ill, they'll be turned over to the local public health authority. Well, just as American Airlines Flight Attendants Union was about to send out a proposed contract to its members, it learned that Delta had awarded its flight attendants a more significant compensation package. So the American workers went back to the airline and said, hey, what's with this? And shortly thereafter, they walked out with a contract offer that was sweetened by $13 million. Delta will award its employees a 4% raise on April 1st of next year. Americans' raise didn't kick in until December of next year. American has now agreed to match the Delta deal. Delta also, also offered a profit-sharing component. American took a pass on that. Airbnb has what the company calls super hosts, folks whose commitments to guests and the quality of their listings earn them a special badge on their listings on the rental sites. Folks who remain superhosts for a year get a $100 travel coupon from Airbnb. They're invited to attend special Airbnb events. I was sort of interested in the 10 regions that have the most superhosts. It shouldn't, shouldn't have surprised me or you that they're pretty nice places. Napa in, in California, Monterey, Santa Barbara, Seattle, Denver, Nashville, the mountains of North Carolina, the Oregon coasts, and both Portland's, Maine and Oregon. Now, you might remember that in late July, I mentioned an unusual promotion that Sprint, that discount airline, launched. Sprint invited you to tweet something you don't like about an airline, including Sprint if you wanted to. Your reward for complaining on Twitter in 140 words or less, you get 8,000 miles on Spirit. Did I say Sprint? I'm sorry, I meant Spirit. What am I talking about? It's not Sprint Airline. It's Spirit. Talking about Spirit Discount Airline. Okay, so what does 8,000 miles on Spirit get you? Well, 
You can get a year of The Economist magazine for 2,600 of those miles, 220 issues of The Wall Street Journal for 4,100 miles. Of course, you have to join Spirit's frequent flyer program to take advantage. You can find more details at 8,000miles.com, 8,000miles.com. All right, coming up after this break, should you worry about contacting Ebola when you rent a car? An infectious disease specialist joins me to discuss how travelers should think about Ebola. You're listening to Rudy Max's World here. I'm delighted you are. Stick around. We'll be right back. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. LifeLock Ultimate Plus wants to help protect every member of the Rudy Max's World audience. Identity theft is now such a serious crime that not even law enforcement can stop it. Forbes says 20% of Americans have been affected by identity theft. So protect your identity, your bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, insurance policies, even the equity in your home with LifeLock Ultimate Plus, the most comprehensive identity theft protection by calling 800-877-3136. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. What makes a good thing even better? How about having twice as much of it? For a limited time, Boost Mobile now offers you double the high-speed data while dropping the price. Yes, double the high-speed data while dropping the price. Let that sink in for a second. Okay, now just to make sure you heard me right, Boost Mobile is now offering double the high-speed data while dropping the price. I'm not kidding. Unlimited talk and text, and now with double the data starting at only $35 a month. That's lots of freaking data for not a lot of dough. Listen, you've got to get in on this double dose of data. Seriously, why pay more when you can pay less for twice as much? Hurry up. This offer will not last forever. Visit BoostMobile.com or your local Boost Mobile retailer for details. Offer ends 11-314. Boost has no annual contracts. Double the data from Boost previous offers. Offers and coverage not available everywhere and subject to change. Offer network use rules and other restrictions apply. Visit BoostMobile.com for details. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. And this segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at Orbitz.com, who remind you everyone knows vacations are instantly rewarding, instant relaxation, instant tan lines, instant margarita buzz. With the Orbitz Rewards program, the payoff comes just as quickly. You'll earn free hotels faster when you earn rewards instantly on flights, hotels, and vacation packages that you buy in Orbitz. You can earn even more when you book on the Orbitz mobile app, 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join Orbitz Rewards today at Orbitz.com slash rewards and get instant vacation gratification. That's Orbitz.com slash rewards, or you can find the link at RudyMaxa.com on the sponsors page. Well, last night or this morning, as when most of you probably heard it in the news, uh, the World Health Organization reported that uh, over 4,000 people have died from uh, this latest round of e- Ebola. And I've got to tell you, 
I thought I knew a lot about it a few weeks ago, and I feel the more news stories I read, the less I know about it. Um, I, you know, I hear that the unfortunate victim in Texas, you know, they 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 burned all his belongings in his apartment. They tore the inside of the apartment down to the studs on the walls. And I'm going, what what is that all about? I one of the network news is, news had a report about uh, you know should you worry about Ebola if you rent a car? That's why I've asked a professional. Uh, Dr. Pratish Tosh is a uh, Tausch, excuse me, Dr. Tausch is an infectious disease specialist at Mayo Clinic located in Rochester, uh, Minnesota, and he also used to work for the Centers for Disease Control. Dr. Tosh, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Am I am I bringing an unsophisticated view to this that when the first Ebola news started coming out of West Africa, it was sort of well, you know, it's bodily fluids, it's bodily fluids, it's it can't be. Uh, can't be transmitted any way but that. But it just seems like when I hear they're digging up the grass where somebody walked, I mean, am, am I, am I, did I misunderstand it then or am I misunderstanding it now? Well, I think, uh, uh, I think you understood it uh, quite fine then, but there is the issue of fear and societal uh, upheaval that comes when you uh, have a, a disease like Ebola, and, and there's a lot of fear that's going on. And there's a lot of things that we know a great deal about the Ebola virus and specifically how it's transmitted. And we know that what it takes is direct contact with blood or body fluids from someone who is uh, not just infected but acutely ill, meaning that if you, you know, shake hands with somebody who uh, you know, may, be, may, become, may become ill in a couple of days or weeks, you know, they're, uh, it's not, they're not contagious. They're only contagious when they're sick, and you need direct contact with blood or body fluids. Now, is something like perspiration considered a body fluid? If you shake hands with someone, or let, okay, let's say you're at a gym and somebody's just starting to take ill, but they decide to go work out and lift a lot of weights, and then you grab that weight right after them, and there's perspiration. Is that body fluid? And then you touch your eyes, you know, to scratch yourself or something? You know, the, you know, people are really contagious when they are very sick, and, um, and by very sick, I mean they're not going to be going to the gym. Okay. And, uh, and and really, the the CDC has been saying that the risk to the community in the United States is very, very low. And I would even say that that might be an overestimate. That is really vanishingly small for us to have the type of community outbreak of Ebola that we're seeing in West Africa. And the reason being is that the things that set up the situation where you can have an uncontrolled community outbreak of Ebola in West Africa is a poverty of health care infrastructure and public health infrastructure. Here, we, we are, you know, very quickly we were able to identify all the people who had had contact with that person, get them in quarantine and these sorts of things. And, uh, you know, those are really uh, fairly labor-intensive, and that's what's been difficult to stop it in West Africa, but it's also a situation why uncontrolled community outbreak is really not going to happen in the United States. I certainly know you haven't been in Texas uh, involved in, 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 in the uh, death there, but why would they strip the walls to, down to the studs in an apartment? You know, I am, I'm not uh, involved okay. with the case, so I can't yeah. speak directly to that. What I can say is uh, that you know, we know how it's transmitted, and uh, if there is blood or body fluids, uh, you know, those are potentially infectious. Uh, and so I, I am not aware of what's happening in this person's apartment. Uh, but I can say that you, you want to make sure they, that uh, 
things that may be contaminated with blood or body fluids are disposed of appropriately. Another confusing interview I heard, this was with an expert, and I've got to mm -hmm. tell you, it was on BBC News, which I keep on at night often when I'm sleeping. I sort of heard it half asleep, but I, it wasn't <laughs> the follow-up question I'd, I'd hoped to hear. The questioner said, well, uh, to this uh, specialist, I think it was an infectious disease specialist, we've heard this is not an airborne disease. In other words, just talking to someone who might be ill, it's not get, like catching the flu. Right. But this person said, what if they sneeze? And you're with, you know, 10 feet and all these little, you know, we've seen these dramatic dramatizations of when someone sneezes, how it sprays everywhere. And the specialist said, well, then it's not airborne. That's a, those are liquid droplets. And if I had been questioned, I would have gone, okay, so, so what do those liquid droplets do? But the questioner went on. Can you answer that question? Is that, I mean, is that airborne or is that body fluid? So we would, in, in medicine, we would classify those things differently between you know, respiratory droplets and airborne. Uh, airborne, things like you know, tuberculosis, where you're just sharing a, a confined space with somebody, sure. you could potentially get infected. And that's not the sort of situation we'd expect with Ebola. And uh, you know, unfortunately, that uh, person on the flight yesterday who sneezed and said, you know, jokingly said he had Ebola, uh. that's really not one of the symptoms. Um, and it's really a gastrointestinal illness and, and uh, you know, sneezing and respiratory illness is really not part of it. My guest is Dr. Pratish, uh, Pratish excuse me, Pratish? Pratish Tosh. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a, say that 20 times. Uh, he's an infectious <laughs> disease specialist at the Mayo Clinic in, in, in Rochester, um, Minnesota. All right. So I, I also tease that you're coming on talking about this, uh, you know, should the network news raising the question of should you rent a car and be afraid to put your hands on the steering wheel because someone in the Ebola might have been in it. I, I, to me, the, as you, you say, the chances, I mean, are nearly in, infinitesimal in the United States because we don't really have anybody running around with Ebola that we know of. We know the three, four people who have come brought back here and some have made it and some haven't. Um, so I presume we can lay at rest any fears about renting a car now. Right. I mean, if there are many, your, your risk of getting in a car accident is, is far higher <laughs> right. than you know, getting any sort of infectious disease, and the chance of getting Ebola is basically zero. And if one of your loved ones or you had to take an airplane flight tomorrow to Europe, would you hesitate to do that? To Europe? Oh, of course not. I would uh, go in a heartbeat. You know, I wouldn't be traveling to West Africa without any right. good reason. But, uh, you know, there's, uh, I just flew to Philadelphia, and I'm flying home tomorrow, and I have no reservations. Let me take you I have no hesitations. Because <laughs> if you have no reservations, you're not going to get a seat because exactly. they're all full. <laughs> um, well, what is the scuttlebutt around Mayo? I know that's uh, the entire town of Rochester is built around Mayo. I live in St. Paul, so I certainly oh. have a lot of friends there. What, what are you and your colleagues talking about vis-a-vis -vis Ebola in West Africa these days? Sure. There's a few, you know, three major points. One is what I alluded to earlier, that the risk of community outbreaking in the United States is very, very small. The next thing, however, is that healthcare facilities need to be ready to quickly identify, isolate, and treat patients who might be infected with Ebola. So we're talking about imported cases who are infected in West Africa and have developed the disease after they've traveled to the United States. Because we do know that when they are that sick, they are contagious. Um, and so getting them out of that home environment to prevent them from transmitting to their family members, but then also making sure that once they're in the hospital, we have the right isolation precautions uh, to prevent transmission to our healthcare workers. 
um, as well as making sure we get the patients the treatment they need in order to uh, hopefully get them to survive. Um, and so that's really important. A lot of healthcare facilities, really all healthcare facilities across the United States are really putting forth their efforts to be able to quickly identify these patients. And the last thing I really want to bring up is I think we need to put the focus back on stopping the outbreak in West Africa. The only way we can be sure that we can prevent any further uh, infections in the United States, imported infections, is if we were to stop the outbreak in West Africa. And that's going to take a multinational approach and uh, coordinated efforts and really a lot more boots on the ground. And so uh, in the U.S., we need to be more supportive of what's going on in West Africa. Dr. Pratish Pratish Tosh is an infectious disease specialist from Mayo Clinic in in Rochester. Uh, Dr. Tosh, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, there you go. I feel much better, and so should you as a traveler. I really, really think as an American, certainly right now, you should not have pause about renting a car, flying on an airplane, um, or riding in a bus. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. We're coming up to uh, a break. Stephanie Rosenblum from the the New York Times will be in. We're going to talk about what travel tribe you're in, which may tell you where you should look for travel advice online. Stick around. Rudy Max's World is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Everybody knows vacations are instantly rewarding. Instant relaxation, instant tan lines, instant margarita buzz. With the Orbitz Rewards program, the payoff comes just as quickly. Earn free hotels faster when you earn rewards instantly on flights, hotels, and vacation packages. And you can earn even more when you book on the Orbitz mobile app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join Orbitz Rewards today at Orbitz.com slash rewards and get instant vacation gratification. That's Orbitz.com slash rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. It's 33 minutes after the hour. You know, as I said at the top of the show, sometimes you have too much information as a traveler. I love the Internet. It's brought us all kinds of transparency for prices and places and foreign newspapers that you can read before you get there in English. But uh, there's so much information. Now the problem is, how do you find the right information? And Stephanie Rosenblum is the uh, getaway columnist for the New York Times. She recently wrote a most interesting uh, column on just that subject. She said you got to know what travel tribe you belong to. And that might help you determine what site you go to for your kind of travel. And we're talking about sites. We're talk- not talking about where you buy airline tickets. We're talking about, uh, for example, sites where, where uh, folks 
travelers post their opinions on things. You know them, TripAdvisor.com among them. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Nice to have you back. It's great to be here. Thanks. Okay. Well, I know it's great to be here, but uh, it's nice to <laughs> thank you. It is. I can it. tell you. I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's, because we always have such a limited time, let's break mm-hmm. this down. Tell us about some of the sites and what travel tribe those sites might appeal to. Sure. Well, we can, for instance, a lot of people will use Yelp when they're traveling, which uh, has a lot of restaurant reviews. It's, you know, um, it's not really. Uh, as much about hotel reviews as TripAdvisor, but a lot of people do look at it for things, and I, you know, I myself have used it. And that site tends to be a little younger. Uh, it's a lot of women, and people are affluent and educated. And that's that's some that's some research that Nielsen has done. But knowing that, you know, you can say, hmm, do those things apply to me? And and to be honest, with all of these sites, one of the things I advise is just thinking about yourself. How do you travel? What do you look for? And spend a little time looking at the profiles of the people who are posting. You know, look, you know, are they around the same age as you? Do they seem to like to do the same things as you do? Whatever, you know, that information is sometimes almost as important as what they're saying. See, I didn't even know that was the, the profile of Yelp, but I mean, it's a perfect mm-hmm. dating site for me. Young, affluent women. I'm right. kidding. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's your plan B. <laughs> right. Exactly. Now, oh, that's interesting. I did not know Yelp uh, skewed that way. So what about TripAdvisor is more about hotels, resorts. And, Who, who's exactly. looking at that? And TripAdvisor is, you know, is is can, it can be overwhelming, right? Because there's so much information there, and they, they, you know, this earlier this year they said they collect something like more than 90 user contributions a minute. It's huge. So no. one way to tame the beast is to uh, pick out, you know, look at the hotels, see what's appealing to you. Once you click on a hotel, you're able to winnow that down to see reviews for different groups. So you can see reviews for families. You can see reviews for couples. You can see reviews for business travelers. And they even break it out by solo travelers as well. So you then know you're looking at reviews from people who are traveling like you're traveling. And that that helps you. Because, you know, if you're traveling solo, if you're traveling for business where you need a quiet hotel and you have a certain amount of work to do, you don't want to be in the world's most family-friendly hotel where everybody is, you know, running around and you can't hear yourself think in the room. Right. And what, what, where do you go to look? Which sites do I use? I mean, well, there are professional review sites as opposed to where mm-hmm. uh, citizens oh, yes. are posting. Um, well, one of the sites that I really like a lot is a pretty new site called TripExpert.com. It debuted this summer, and they uh, they, they basically score hotels from you know, 60 to 100, and it's based on expert reviews. And by expert, we mean Michelin Guide, Fodor's, Frommer's, Rough Guide, PKI Witness, you know, Condé Nast Traveler, Travel and Leisure. Um, they, they do use some things from the New York Times as well. Do they sort of and do a mashup of all those? Exactly. To, to come up with a score? Exactly. They come up with a score based on looking at all of those reviews. And what's nice about that is if you do like to look at the professional sites, it's all in one place for you. You don't have to, you know, go on the web and search Frommers for one thing, Condé Nast for another thing. You can actually get a bit of it all on this one site. Oh, I like that. And yeah. and how do you feel about uh, third-party sites like Orbitz and Expedia and uh, Travelocity and, and that sort mm-hmm. of thing? Well, they can be Orbitz and Expedia can be really helpful. Uh, you know, Hotels.com as well. The you know my my 
particular feeling about it is that they tend to be cluttered, so I feel like I have to do a little more work on those sites mm-hmm. to try to get to the information I want. But you can get there. I'll use um, Orbitz as a good example because they allow you to narrow the reviews by traveler uh, type. So you can look at a hotel and you can say, is this a good hotel for singles? Is this a good hotel for LGBT travelers? Is this a good hotel for, you know, uh, a getaway with your friends? And and that's helpful. It's just it's just not as clean on some other, you know, in, in some other places on the web, but you can do it. And, and um, what's good about, uh, you know, site like Orbitz, for instance, is you can filter those results results to see only the reviews from travelers who stayed at one of the hotels. You know, TripAdvisor doesn't require you to prove that you stayed there, and um, that can make a difference because you don't know exactly who's writing the review and what their intentions are. We literally have 30 seconds left. There's a a site that I thought was very promising when it started. I don't know if it's followed through on its promises of only sending professionals out. That's Oyster.com for hotels and resorts. Do you reference that often? Yeah, you know, I don't, um, and I felt the same way as you. I know they're now, I, I believe they are now owned by TripAdvisor. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I so. knew they were hope angling for a buyout. Okay, well, I, yeah. they do have some yeah. interesting features there occasionally. Yeah, Oyster.com, I know it doesn't sound like a hotel site, but it is. Stephanie, you're, you're always the best. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Stephanie is Stephanie Rosenblum is the uh, getaway columnist from the New York Times. Delighted to have her. When we come back, let's go. Uh, let's go touristing by going doing a little moosing. I'll explain. Don't go away. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. LifeLock Ultimate Plus wants to help protect every member of the Rudy Max's world audience. Identity theft is now such a serious crime that not even law enforcement can stop it. Forbes says 20% of Americans have been affected by identity theft. So protect your identity, your bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, insurance policies, even the equity in your home with LifeLock Ultimate Plus, the most comprehensive identity theft protection by calling 800-877-3136. All coughs aren't the same, and neither are all cough medicines. Robitussin's powerful dual-action formula relieves even the toughest coughs. Wet, (coughs) dry, (coughs) and hacking. Fast, powerful Robitussin DM Max fights your cough and helps clear the congestion that comes with it. Robitussin, don't suffer the cough consequences. Use as directed. This week, stock up with special Robitussin bonus packs. Available at Walmart for a low price every day. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. What makes a good thing even better? How about having twice as much of it? For a limited time, Boost Mobile now offers you double the high-speed data while dropping the price. Yes, double the high-speed data while dropping the price. Let that sink in for a second. Okay, now just to make sure you heard me right, Boost Mobile is now offering double the high-speed data while dropping the price. I'm not kidding. Unlimited talk and text, and now with double the data starting at only $35 a month. 
That's lots of freaking data for not a lot of dough. Listen, you've got to get in on this double dose of data. Seriously, why pay more when you can pay less for twice as much? Hurry up. This offer will not last forever. Visit BoostMobile.com or your local Boost Mobile retailer for details. Offer ends 11-3-14. Boost has no annual contracts. Double the data from Boost's previous offers. Offers and coverage not available everywhere and subject to change. Offer network use rules and other restrictions apply. Visit BoostMobile.com for details. Everybody knows vacations are instantly rewarding. Instant relaxation, instant tan lines, instant margarita buzz. With the Orbitz Rewards program, the payoff comes just as quickly. Earn free hotels faster when you earn rewards instantly on flights, hotels, and vacation packages. And you can earn even more when you book on the Orbitz mobile app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join Orbitz Rewards today at Orbitz.com slash rewards and get instant vacation gratification. That's Orbitz.com slash rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call now at 800 387 8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. On September 25th, the New York Times, Gustav Axelson. Am I pronouncing as uh, Axelson? Yes, I'm pronouncing it correctly. Wrote a piece called Looking for Moose to Moon Over. Now, I didn't know that looking for... I know about bird watchers. I know about people going looking for leaves. But I didn't know people went looking for moose. Is that the plural of moose, Gustav? <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. Um, I, mean, you, well, I always you want know, to say meese. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it'd be, it'd be moose. And yeah, we, uh, we go bird watching as a family. Uh, me and my my young sons and and birds are great, um, but you know when my sons, especially my youngest son, would see moose on TV, there's just something captivating, uh, you know, because they're charismatic megafauna. Right, so they look very weird. We, yes, they do. They do. But you know what? They're surprisingly elegant because they're running through the woods. I and, gather that. I so, gather they can move pretty quickly. Yes. Yeah. It's surprising. You see them, and then they're gone in an instant. And so we really just wanted to go on a family mission to. Uh, to show the kids, uh, you know, that these are real things in the wild that you can go see. They're not just characters on TV that you see on animal shows. And you went to Jericho Mountain State Park in New Hampshire, but how did you know to go there? Well, uh, honestly, after my son and I talked, and I, and I sort of made a compact with him that we'd find a moose for him to look at uh, for real, <laughs> I just did a Google search, and we found this uh, North Country Moose Festival in northern New Hampshire. So, so that's uh, Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now, now let me let me just ask uh, before we get to the moose, moose moose festival. Do people hunt moose? I have no idea. Oh yeah, yeah they do. And actually, a lot of times, if you go the route that we did and hire a guide, a lot of times you're hiring somebody who is a moose hunting guide, and they make some extra money by by taking people out just to look at them. Um, okay, which, which is great. So you went to the moose festival. You got a you got a guide. And how how many days did you spend looking? Was it frustrating? Was it wet and ugly? Was it cold? Did you see any? Well, you know, that's the thing. Is you can go it on your own, but you go with a guide, and they're out there all year long. They know where the moose are, and they can uh, put you in the best spots to find them. And so one strategy that we did is we hired a guide for the first day, um, and he showed us a few moose, and then we knew where they were. And so we spent the next few days going to those spots uh, that the guide had showed us. Well, I mean, you make it sound so easy going to those spots. I mean, how, 
don't they run away? I mean, it sort of sounds like in Africa where elephants gather around one piece of water and you know where to go. How do you how do you how do you go to their spots? Well, in northern New Hampshire, where we were, um, they actually gathered near the road. So there's these things called moose wallows by the side of the road, and you can see them. Um, there are these muddy spots where the moose have sort of torn up the ditch, and it's where road salt collects from the winter. Um, it's ah. sort of makes a salty pool, so it's sort of like a natural salt lick. And, oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, so then you can see them just hanging out right there. I was going to ask, why would moose want to be anywhere near cars? But, of course, the salt from the road. I'll be yeah, darned. yeah, and, and and you know you don't always get a very good uh, look. They might see the car and then move right off. Um, but you know what we did is we got sandwiches and sort of staked out one of the moose wallows and waited. Sure enough, the moose showed up and the car acted like a natural blind. So it was a, a great experience. Do they are they afraid of people? Uh, yeah, they. Are, I mean, they are, and, and that's one of the important things about moose watching is to keep a safe distance because you know these are eight hundred pound wild animals as big as a horse. So. Um, you know, they're, they're not very aggressive, but they're unpredictable. And so you want to keep a distance so that, you know, you know that the moose, you're not disrupting the moose's behavior. It's not looking at you. Um, it's not starting to move As a away threat. from what it was doing. Yeah, that kind of thing. And so and where it's, was it's, this you moose? Know, being smart. And where was this moose festival? This was up in a, a cluster of communities um, on the Vermont, New Hampshire border, um, actually with the border with Quebec. So it's Pittsburgh. Colebrook, uh, Canaan, Vermont, uh, along the Connecticut River there. And, and can you give me uh, you know, 30 seconds on what happens there. at a moose festival? Uh, everything moose. Everything moose you could possibly want. Don't tell me moose, moose ice cream. Uh, moose tracks ice cream. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, moose carvings, moose art. We even ate moose burgers. You ate moose burgers. after. How did your son feel about that? You know, he thought they were very tasty. He liked them quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's not like having a bunny after after Easter or whatever. So, well, uh, well, 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 and it's called moosing, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we called it anyway. So, if going after birds is birding, then I guess going to look at moose would be called moosing. And you know, it's not just in New Hampshire. I know there's moose safaris in Maine. I know they're in Minnesota, where you are, Rudy, along the Dunflin Trail. Um, there are places that offer guided moose excursions, and, and right now in the fall is the best time to go because it's the rut, and so they're more active, and you can see those bulls with the big. Um, um, All right, I'm learning things. Gustav Axelson's piece, September 25th, the New York Times, all about moosing. Uh, uh, Gustav, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you very much. The piece is called Looking for Moose to Moon Over. Who knew? Ain't no moose here in London, I don't think. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the show. It's, oh, what time is it? It's 52 minutes after the hour. I want to invite you. Have you subscribed to my newsletter yet? I'd like to invite you to do so. I send it out by email, oh, usually around Thursday afternoon or so. It's light. It's bright. It's very personal. It's not a commercial for anything. I mean, occasionally I'll mention I got a DVD for sale, but I mean, this is this is travel advice, and you can sort of travel along with me. I write very first, like, like this this week's newsletter. I talked a lot of a lot about London. What's going on here? Is it 
traveler and through my eyes, try to make it light, bright, and amusing, all you got to do, it's free. You know, so when I say subscribe, I just have to know your email address. Just send an email with the word subscribe in the subject line or send me that newsletter, whatever you want to write newsletter. Just send it to Rudy, R-U-D-Y, at Rudy Maxa, M-A-X-A, RudyMaxa.com. All one word, Rudy Maxa, with a period, dot com. So Rudy at RudyMaxa.com, put subscribe in the line, and I'll send it to you. If you don't like it, if it's all too much, just hit the unsubscribe button, and we'll take you off the list. But I think you might find it amusing now and then, and I bet it'll save you some money while traveling. I really bet. Um, you know, if uh, Ebola has got you skittish, and we talked with an infectious disease expert earlier this uh, this hour saying you really shouldn't be skittish. But if you are and you're a germaphobe and, and you, well, maybe you just want to avoid flu-causing germs on subways and airplanes, have I told you about the scarf? Scoff? It's a mashup of scarf and cough. So it's called a scoff, S-C-O-U-G-H, scoff. It's made in Brooklyn. And it's a scoff that comes with the same high-grade carbon filters that the military uses to protect, protect against germ warfare. You can remove the filters if you're in a germ-free zone, and you should change them every three months. So these, you wrap them around your mouth. It looks like you got a scarf, like you're in a really cold place. Bandanas start at $26. Scarves at 49 And with every purchase, scoff, the folks who make it, will make sure a child is immunized who might not otherwise be elsewhere in this world. Filter replacements are 30 bucks for a pack. So uh, we'll put a link on the, our Facebook page. It's wearascoff.com, wearascoff, S-C-O-U-G-H, S-C-O-U-G-H dot com, slash collections, slash all. So there you go. Just look, just, you can just Google scoff. Let's do a couple deals of the week here. All right, I do want to remind you, I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but it's worth reminding you about. Um, if you're a member of AARP, you have until October 14th, that's this week, this week, to claim a discount on British Airways flights through March 31st of next year. You've got a book by October 14th. You'll get $65 off a round-trip coach seat, $130 off a premium economy ticket, and $400 off a business or first-class ticket. And you've got to book your flight from a link on AARP's website, Okay. Not bad. 65 bucks. Two of you traveling is $130 right there just for being old. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. Look, I'm a member of ARP. I'm old. I can say these kind of things. What else? We got uh, uh, one of the fastest ways to accumulate aeronautic miles. We've talked about it often on this show is through uh, getting a credit card. And Lufthansa has just offered their MasterCard. They'll give you 50,000 bonus miles. If you apply for their card and you're accepted, this is the Premier Miles and More World MasterCard from Barclay Card. And if you apply for both a personal card and a business card, you don't really have to have a business to get one, you'll get 100,000 miles. Now, you've got to spend, um, you've got to spend how much? $5,000 in the first 90 days on both cards. If you do that, you'll have enough miles for two free round tri tip, uh, trips to Europe in business class. Well, no, you've got enough for one round trip in business class of Europe, too, if you go and coach. Um, so there you, uh, the nice thing about this Premier uh, um, Lufthansa Miles and More card is that it's good on uh, their frequent flyer program is also good with Austrian Airlines, Lot Polish Airlines, Swiss Airlines, Croatia Airlines, Brussels, and German Wings. So you can accumulate miles on those airlines as well. And they're part of the Star Alliance, so they can be used on Star Alliance partners such as uh, United. 
Not a bad deal. So check that out. Lufthansa's MasterCard, their premier miles and more, World MasterCard. I'm sure if you go to Lufthansa's website, there'll be a link to sign up for it. And for those of you who have always wanted to travel business, business class has suddenly got competitive. There was a time when you know business class was pretty much fixed on all airlines. Um, but there are all kinds of deals if you book by October 25th for travel from November 26th through January 31st. Um, L.A. to Tokyo, a round trip, less than $3,200. That's unbelievable. That's just unbelievable. These things cost ten, twelve, thirteen thousand dollars $13,000 generally round trip. I mean, Houston to Singapore, $6,000. I know that sounds expensive, but you can go New York to Frankfurt for $2,600 in business class. Again, you've got to book by October 25th and travel between November 26th and the end of January. Not bad at all. Uh, what else we got? Uh, let's see. You got nothing else. Well, I, I also I should remind you also, Enterprise has brought back its ten dollar a day weekend rental car. Again, I, I mentioned that two weeks ago, but it's worth it in case you were not listening. You can pick up your car on Friday. Got to return it on Monday. Larger cars will cost you a bit more, fifteen to twenty dollars a day, but it's still a bargain. And this promotion runs a long time through May twentieth. Now remember, this is only good at neighborhood locations, not at airport locations. And Enterprise neighborhood offices are often closed on Sunday, uh, all day on Sunday, and part of the day on Saturday. So make sure you can return your car in time to take advantage of a $10 a day rental car deal. We're going to take a little break, about six minutes long. If your station is leaving us this hour, it breaks my heart. Most of our stations do stay along for the second hour. I hope you will be my guest and do the same. We'll be right back. been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network. 